What are your writing dreams? Finishing that book, quitting the day job, becoming a best-selling author? Well, over four years, we've studied the advice of over 300 best-selling authors who've collectively sold over half a billion books. And we are excited to announce the Best Seller Academy. If you're ready to take your writing to the next level with accountability, craft, and coaching, your bestseller dreams are now only a click away. To find out more and apply, visit bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash academy. That's bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash academy. Let's run the show. Hello and welcome to the Bestseller Experiment live, live and direct <laughs> on YouTube, Facebook. And we want to say a welcome to everyone. My name is Mark DeVoe. <laughs> my, I, think. I am Mark Stay. I, uh, yes. Hello, everyone. Five years. What a surprise. Oh, celebrating five years. And you know, and a huge thank you to everyone who's here. So many people here today. Uh, uh, Robin's brought cake. Uh, this is brilliant. Robin, I hope you brought enough for everyone. Thank you for everyone listening now. And thank you to everyone who's been listening to this podcast, either from last week or from the very beginning. Uh, you know, we simply couldn't do it without you. Mr. D, happy birthday to you, sir. Oh, happy birthday to you, sir. Who would have known it five years ago? We had this ridiculous idea of doing this podcast. And here we are with a live audience, the biggest live audience I think we have ever had. We can't <laughs> keep up with the chats. So we're not going to give everyone name checks, but we want to say, put in the chat whereabouts you're from, and we'll see how many countries we've got with us today. But we want to thank everyone <laughs> from the deepest bottom of our heart. We would not be here if it weren't for you. Um, we do this show for you. We've had so much fun over the last five years. And so today is a celebration of not just the podcast, it's a celebration of all of you, um, all of you, all of you writers out there that have living your dreams, have made incredible progress over the, the last five years. And yeah, we're going to be reflecting on what the last five years have meant for us, uh, what the last five years have meant to you as well. So we should also say, Mr. Say, before we dive in, we want to thank all of our patrons and academies. We say this every week. But it's you guys that actually enable this show to happen. You help us cover the cost of this show. Um, it's been quite a ride over the last th uh, five years. And we want to also say we'd love, one of our targets for season six is we would love to get 500 patrons. Um, we do have a very, very, very small percentage, as all podcasts do, a very small percentage of people who actually pledge. So if you would like to be a part of that, if you're in the audience now and you're not a patron, join us. We'll mention your name live on air. Um, go to bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash support. All right, Mr. Stay, let's give people a little teaser about what's coming up today. We've got an announcement that we're going to be making partway through the show. <laughs> yeah, there's some exciting stuff coming up. We've got lots of listener questions as well that have been sent in in advance of this. Lots of stuff to talk about. But also, I want you guys to think about uh, these particular questions as we chat away. Now, I see the chat stream is just whizzing by, so um, you might have to repeat yourselves rather than have us scroll through the comments. But have a think about these questions. So question number one, what's the biggest breakthrough you've had in your writing from listening to the podcast? So let us know if you've heard anything, someone said something, some something inspired you. I mean, not us, obviously, but one of the guests. And also, um, 
What's been your favorite moment on the podcast during the last five years? So we're going to spool back to those at certain points throughout the show. Um, but yeah, it's, it's amazing to see so many people here. We've got people from Vancouver. We've got people from New Zealand and uh, Reykjavik. Saivar's here from Reykjavik. We've got uh, Melissa's from Australia. Gavin's here from uh, New Zealand. Uh, fantastic. Hey, it's, it's Liverpool. Hey, uh, Los Angeles is here as well. This is amazing. I'm loving all this. It's this fantastic. is great. We've got Kerry. We've got Kerry from Geordie Land, who are Why celebrating I? right now. We've got Londoners, Burke, Hampstead, <laughs> Cambridge, York, Scotland, Wales, sunny Canada. Uh, kind of overcast where I am right now, but lots of people from Vancouver, South Africa. It just, it's just bonkers. So welcome to everyone. Nice. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And this is going to be hopefully one of the funnest shows we've done. Mark and I, it's weird doing it live, isn't it, Mark? We've done quite a few live shows for our patrons before, but we've never actually invited everyone in. And it felt like we were we were saying just before we went live, this is like proper TV. We had like a really flashy countdown. But unlike TV, we don't have a massive crew behind us with prompts. So this is completely yeah, some, raw and live, I'm, as Mark and I always do. Um, but we want to kind of give you an experience as to what this kind of theatre is like when we do it. And it always helps having people live in the studio. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Now, I'm just going to give people a little teaser because a bit later on, we've got two things that we're going to be doing, which we're going to be announcing. One is one is to do with the, the book Back to Reality. Now, anyone who has followed this podcast from the beginning, you'll know that this is the book Mark and I wrote. And we've got something new to announce about the book. And we're going to announce that about halfway through. So I'm sorry, folks, if the cake runs out, you're going to have to stay here for a bit longer. But then towards the end of the show, we're also going to be giving away three copies. We're going to have a competition and tell you how you can enter a giveaway to win one of three copies of the Back to Reality audiobook. So stay tuned for more information on that. Um, so Mr. Stay, I think we uh, we should dive in. We've... we've um, We've been doing this five years now, and a lot of people probably don't realize this, but we um, are in completely different locations, aren't we? <laughs> Happy birthday, bestseller experiment. It's Kylie Dunbar here. Thank you so much for all of your advice and help and support over the years. I first contacted the show in, I think it was the end of 2017, and I was being made redundant from my uni job at that point. And I told you that I was writing a novel and I was hoping for the best. And uh, Mark DeVoe, you uh, read that out on that week's episode. And you said to me uh, through the show, uh, whilst your life is in a big mess and everything's up in the air, you have the opportunity to rearrange how it looks and before it all comes crashing back down. And you said, this is your time. I believe in you. And that really meant a lot to me. And pretty soon after that, I had my manuscript finished and I was uh, signed to Hera Canelo Books. So uh, thank you so much for that lovely advice. And in tribute to you both, um, I've named two of my heroes over the years. Um, after you two, I've never told you this. <laughs> there's a, an Elliot DeVoe in the Borrower Bookshop Holiday and there's a Mark Firth in matchmaking at Port Willow. So there you are, enshrined forever as romance heroes. <laughs> Happy birthday. Are you there, Mr. D? Sorry, I no, disappeared I for a there, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, no, back. I'm still Good. Okay. Back. <laughs> Mr. Stay was so stunned. He was just like looking at me. I was going to say, Mark, people don't realise that um, some people who just who jump on this podcast don't realise we're actually in different locations, despite the accents. 
I'm in Vancouver mm. Island, Mr. Stay. You are now in Kent. Um, and we yes. were talking about number of miles. So if some one of the people on our on our chat at the moment will tell us how many miles are there between Vancouver Island and Kent, and we'll stick it up. But this is a little thing I put together of podcasts the last five years. Then podcast in numbers. Okay. Right. So we have done, ready for this, Mr. Stay, 346 shows. Bonkers. At least. We've had yes. At least, yes. Uh, the ones as well that we never actually released as well. That, that we'll, we'll, t- well, we won't talk about those later. But um, number of guests that we've had, over 350. And we'd like to thank all of our guests that have been on the show. Because again, without them, it would just be me and Mark talking the whole time, which I know would drive everything bonkers. Um, this is a bonkers one. The number of minutes spent editing this podcast, 1,000 and, well, not minutes, 1,038 hours. I don't even know what that is in working weeks, Mark. No, but thank like, you I to JD even... and Dave and yourself, because you did it to start with, didn't you, Mr. D? I did. And actually, uh, I've got to say, when I, I we had to get JD and Dave as part of this team because I literally could not do the podcast and edit it at the same time. It's mm. a lot of work. <laughs> the first time, okay, if you listen back to the first few episodes, what you'll notice is that there's no ums and ahs. I actually <laughs> went through every single Every single like lip smack and I'm an art and I removed it. And that's why it took me so long. But now we're a little bit more relaxed. We've done this before. We're like, yeah. you know, yeah. all relaxed. <laughs> Number of emails that we received in the thousands, literally thousands of emails. So thank you to everyone who sent us just random notes of, of thank yous or random stories or um, celebrating your wins and like we absolutely appreciate every one of those who get. Um, number of guests, who, the number of books that our guests have sold. This one is insane. Over one billion books. Really? It went up last week by another 80 million because we had oh, Felix gosh, Francis. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're close to 1.1 billion books sold by wow. our guests collectively, hence the bestseller experiment. Um, Mark, here's a question for you. What are the most guests that we've ever had on a single episode? I think that's the gingerbread episode. I think that's, uh, yeah, because we, I think there were four or five semi-finalists for that or finalists. And then we had Sam Eads as well on that. So that was, yeah, that six or maybe six or seven. Oh, and the live, the live broadcast from your local bookstore, that had quite a lot of authors as well, didn't it? That There were four authors and me. Um, mm. So yeah, that was, uh, or three authors and me. And then we got we got uh, the booksellers come on as well. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's probably the most that we've had. Yeah, that was some... Excellent stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, a couple of other numbers for you. The number of pages in Back to Reality, Mark. Have a guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking about, I'm talking about oh, the ones that ended up the in print. the book, right. not the first chapter that got completely cut. Uh, I've got it on the shelf over there. Uh, 330-something. No, 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 Ooh, not bad, not bad. 383 pages, excluding thank yous. Mm, okay. um, and right. the audio book. Now, this is one that a lot of people don't know. Like, mm. what does a 383 book look like when you have to read it out loud? Well, our audio book mm. in numbers, 10 hours and six minutes. <laughs> that's, that's kind of bonkers, isn't it? To think absolutely bonkers. But read by the wonderful Kim Breton and not by us. So that's yes. ten hours well spent listening to a professional. If, doing if it a was if it was job. read by us and we did it together like a podcast, it would probably last about fifty hours and six mm. seconds. 
So, Mark, let's dive into some. We've asked some listener questions up front, and we'd like to um, we'd like to kind of we're going to ask each other some questions here. So, thank you to everyone who's actually um, asked us these questions. So, Mark, I want to dive in first. Andrew Gall has asked, um, "What achievements from the last five years are you most proud of?" That one's easy. It's all this lot, all this lot here. Now, look at this. Now, now, there's no greater thrill than when someone who's listened to the podcast gets in touch and says, I've written a book. And it's even better when they send a copy of the book. So, look, here's... here's uh, oh, here's Mark's gone quiet because he's at the back of his room right here's now. Here's pile listen. number one, okay? That's one pile. <laughs> Mark's going to do his back in. And then, and then here's the second pile. Oh, it's going to teeter over. Hang on. Ah, there we go. I'll put that oh there. My gosh. Right. So the current pile of books sent to me by listeners comes up to my tum-tum. Okay. So by this time next year, let's even get to my shoulders or maybe my head. Even better, he's at the top of Mark's head that we won't have to see his face. All right. There's an incentive. <laughs> <laughs> he's just giving me the British salute, the two-fingered salute. Um, we've got lots of people actually with us today. Um, whose books oh, are in heavy. that pile. Yeah, you, how's your back? Is your back all right? <sighs> Back's all right, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, this is... But, so thank you to everyone who sent sent those books in. Um, Mark often puts up a picture of these books on our Facebook page, and whenever a new one comes in, he puts a photo of it in front of everything. And this book has grown and grown and grown by our experimates and our academates. So thank you to everyone um, who sent that in and and also just to also to say thank you to all the amazing people that have put something in their book about the bestseller experiment and how it helped yeah. them because that that's, that's like it's we amazing don't, we don't need that but we we that's really 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 uh, wonderful that you've done that as yeah. well no my heart flutters um, each time we, we it does it's it's kind of almost as exciting as writing a book isn't it yourself to get mentioned in someone else's book it's um yeah, yeah. it's phenomenal um yeah. no it's amazing Excellent stuff. Hi, it's Lorna Cook. Just wishing the bestseller experiment a very, very happy fifth birthday. You guys have been with me from the very first moment I started writing the first draft of my book until now. So long may it continue. Here's to another five and another five and another five. Happy birthday. In terms of achievements over the last five years, I think obviously, you know, um, all of our listeners and the, the growth of the podcast and everyone being here today, um, all of the lovely things that we've heard from people. But um, I also think the fact that we're still here, Mark, <laughs> we're here yeah. after five years, yeah. because we never planned this. Um, it just kind of happened. And I've got to say, we've had so much fun along the way, haven't we? There have been, I, I, I can't remember laughing so hard uh, on a Wednesday morning when we record this podcast. Um, <laughs> we, Mark and I always, it's true, folks, what you see and hear on screen and you know we we do have an absolute hoot doing this um yeah. and none of this is put on we just roll with it and have a lot of fun so you know I, I appreciate um you know all the work you've done mark as well over the last five years with the interviews um because again i think it, it definitely wouldn't have happened without without that as well so so thank you andrew for your question um next question mark do you want to fire away Yes, Rachel House says, given five years have gone by, which episode stands out as your favourite and why? What's yours, Mr. D? How, how do you choose between all your children? I mean, really, Rachel, exactly. how do you yeah, choose? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think for me, there have been highlights across so many episodes. So to pick one episode that stands out is actually, it's actually impossible, completely impossible for me to do. Um, but in terms of highlights, uh, I think for me, 
probably one of the biggest highlights was the week that we went live with Back to Reality. It was the end of season one. It was the end of the first year. And we did six or seven, I think, daily podcasts in a run up. But then we did that 24 hour (laughs) podcast a thon. I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have never been so tired yet elated. If you've ever experienced that feeling of complete elation and complete tiredness, it's the weirdest thing in the world. I kind of wonder if William Shatner's feeling that today, um, having just gone (laughs) up to space. But it's that kind of sense of completely knackered and yet total exhilaration because it was such an incredible year that first year building up to the launch so that really sticks out for me as one of the highlights just more from the kind of i guess emotional journey of what we'd been through and the fact we got the book done um how about you mark was there one one episode that kind of jumps out for you that was an incredible day because also we had the 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 sky turned red because we had all the sand coming in from the Sahara in London and it was just absolutely amazing. But um, the one the one I've picked is we've mentioned already bizarrely enough is episode two hundred and five which was live from Harbour Books which was such a thrill because it was our first live event with real people and I love a live crowd and we we genuinely had no idea if it worked. I had BBC Radio Kent in there miking everything up. We had a crowd who frankly didn't know the podcast so I had to win them over. Um, and it was such good fun. And again, adrenaline. And I've tried to set up something similar twice and both times it fell through. But stay tuned because we might have something fun lined up early next year with any luck. We Funny enough, we've had emails just in the last couple of days about something. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, it's um, it's very cool. Hey, Julian's here. Hello, Julian. Good to see you. Hello from Brisbane. Excellent stuff. Wonderful. Uh, Next question from our listeners. Steve Gowlin, one of our long-term listeners. We love Steve. Welcome, Steve. Um, <laughs> if it's new, if it's not too controversial, when you have a question that starts with that, you know you're in trouble. If it's not too controversial, best guest, worst guest, funnest guest, and dream guest. Hmm. Take your pick, Mark. Where to start? Well, I tell you what. For for best, I'm not going to sing. I'm going to chicken out as well. If you chicken out from picking the best episode, I'm going to chicken out from. <laughs> but I, I'm not going to single out any one person. But I do want to thank those people who helped me co-present the podcast in the second year. So people like Jen McMenemy, who now presents the Ancient History Fangirls podcast. Julian Barr, who's just showed up. Sam Eads helped on a few episodes. I think Sam Missingham might have jumped in on one as well. So anyone who helped out present a podcast uh, a big big thank you to you that was um that was just amazing so uh thank you for that brilliant stuff brilliant stuff um funnest moment in the on the podcast i think that you know again there's too many to pick from but some of the memories that i have some of the memories i have um really we can't i mean we have to mention it now it's becoming our like stairway to heaven isn't it but the ben ben aronovich episode was probably the funniest and most shocking for us, like we were just bombshelled after that. But we laughed so hard listening back to it. Honestly, it was it was just hilarious. Um, I've always, I've always, I felt um, that the interview with Joe Hill just creased me up. Um, it's so irreverent. And so, if you haven't heard that one yet, go listen to that. That was brilliant. That got us on the got us off on the right foot. Um, but again, so so many so many comical moments and. Um, if you listen back, I think it was in the second season, Mark, 
at the end of some of our episodes, we actually had a lot of bloopers that Dave, our editor, kindly put in. So if you've never listened to those episodes, listen all the way to the end, because there's a load of them where we had completely hysterical moments where Mark and I just started laughing, couldn't stop, or we said something slightly wrong, uh, came out the wrong way. Um, so those were, for me, those are some of the funniest moments listening back to them. Hi, I'm Mike Shackle, author of The Last War Trilogy from Glance. Five years ago, I was an aspiring author on the verge of giving up. But then I stumbled across a podcast called The Best Seller Experiment, and listening to it changed my life. So thanks, Mark and Mark, for creating such a great show and building a community of the best people. Happy fifth birthday. I can't wait for more. In fact, I think it was on a New Year's, it's one of the New Year's episodes, isn't it, Mark? I think at the end of maybe year two, where we just did a <laughs> compilation of all the funny moments. Um, and it's often those it's often those unexpected moments that turn out to be the funniest because you can't plan for them. And uh, once you get the giggles, I mean, I'm the worst for that. Once you get the giggles, it's, it's all over, basically. <laughs> um, do you have a worst? Because I do. Um, <laughs> do you know? Go on, tell me yours first then. Well, this this is whenever I interview anyone from a certain major online retailer, right? They're always friendly and polite, okay. But there's always there's always someone standing just out of earshot, making sure we say the right thing, and it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like you you know you're chatting to someone from you know this uh, big company that now goes to space, and you're having a nice conversation, but there's someone over there looking at you, like the smoking cigarette man in the X-Files in the corner, and he wasn't smoking. But, you know, just standing there looking at you, wait, and and they're kind of on edge about it, because they don't want to say the wrong thing, and I'm on edge, because I don't want to say the wrong thing. So, so that, that yeah, yeah, can't have that. Yeah, not That's good. brilliant. <laughs> this That's is brilliant. an informal, relaxed podcast. Won't be Absolutely. <laughs> my wor- my worst episode, Mark. My worst episode was when we finished the most brilliant interview, and we we stopped. And what we always do, just so you know, I mean, we should, we could probably talk a little bit about how we make the podcast because a lot goes into it. A lot goes into it. But after we actually <clears throat> do the recordings, we've got separate recordings that we have to send off, and we have to run backups of recordings um, because you know the internet. I mean, who's ever done a, a Zoom call or yeah. a Skype call where you don't get you know stutters and the like. But I remember, and this was like not that long ago. This is like a good couple of years into the podcast. And I remember getting to the end of the episode and I remember going saying, oh, I better send off my audio file. And I went to my audio program that I have running (laughs) and I hadn't pressed record. I hadn't actually pressed the red (laughs) button. And I absolutely, I had that horrible gut feeling because it was such a good episode as well. And I just thought, oh my gosh, it's like the whole thing's, completely and utterly messed up but fortunately thank goodness we did manage to salvage the audio now, i'm not going to tell people which episode that is but we do we do always <laughs> pride ourselves on having as highest quality audio as possible but we did manage to salvage it from an online recording that we had and was i mighty relieved mark i can tell you do you remember do you remember after the joe hill because that was the first time we used zencaster which we don't use anymore uh and we finished recording with joe and then he said okay great bye and and disappeared and hadn't uploaded his audio so he yeah. had you and me but we didn't have joe and so i said <laughs> joe joe go back online i think we've lost it joe go back online and it was it was all there cuz it's all kind of recorded in the club oh my god that was yeah. cuz we knew we knew doing it this is a cracker. This is an absolute oh, yeah. belter. This is pure gold. Absolutely fantastic. It's by Joe. And I thought, oh, 
have we lost the recording? Oh my yeah. God. The technical nightmares, guys. You might see us like having fun and calm on the outside, but honestly, we are the ducks <laughs> underneath the water. When it comes to the technical stuff, doing podcasts is is like, you know, flying by the seat of your pants. So brilliant who your, stuff. Who, who are your dream, dream guests? Now, I'm, I'm wondering if that means dream guests that we'd like to have on the podcast or the dream guests that we have had on the podcast. Uh, uh, well, this is this, this thing. So for me... Obviously, Neil Gaiman and Stephen King. Uh, and I have tried for both several times. We do approach their publicists and we do drop stuff in. Yeah, and, every other you know, week. They're both very, very busy. And, uh, but actually, here's my, here's my gushing answer. Because I think, I think the dream guest has already been on the podcast. Because this is the one who's come on, told us about their first book, and then goes on. To sell a million copies, yes. So that could be could be Queeve, could be Steve, could be Ian Sainsbury, could be Lorna Cook, could be any one of you guys. I mentioned them because they're already on their way. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it could be anyone. That's the dream guest. I think that was always the dream for us, wasn't it? That someone would come on the podcast, or one of our listeners would go on and sell a million, and you know, that's it. You know, yeah. Fantastic. And actually, I, so on that note, actually, yeah, absolutely. All of all of the people we've already interviewed, but all the people to be interviewed as well, because one of the things that we're doing um, in the academy that we've we promised people within the academy is if they go through the academy and they write their book in the academy, and they go on to become a bestseller, then we will interview them as a feature like interview on a Monday, on the Monday episode. That for me would be amazing because that would not have just been somebody that came on the show and went on to sell a huge amount of copies or become a bestseller, but it's somebody that we kind of worked with and um, and passed on some of this kind of stuff that we've been learning because we're learning every week. Um, mm. That would be a dream guest for me. And I really do think that it will happen. Um, it's really just a case question of time, but it's amazing just hearing some of the stories of some of the people that have, I mean, I remember Lorna, Lorna Cook, I think might even be with us today on the podcast, but she, she said she started writing. She started writing with, uh, with us. Like she literally listened to the podcast, started writing, and now she's this incredible bestseller. Um, so Lorna's story really stands out. 230,000 230,000, yeah. Um, and now releasing a third book. So Lorna's, Lorna's been an incredible inspiration for everyone out there. So um, definitely something to inspire everyone out there that, that wants to kind of follow in her footsteps for sure. Hi, Mark and Mark. It's Penella Hughes. Just here to say huge congratulations on your five years. It's such an achievement. And also a big thank you to say that you have been part of my writing life. Uh, you are my appointment to listen. You've got me through many hours of ironing as well, and your gems of knowledge have been so useful. Here's to another five years. Take care, and thanks again. Bye. Shall we have a look at, we've had some answers for these two questions. Shall we have, Shall we scroll through the comments? Absolutely. And, uh, and see yeah. what people have been saying. So it's, uh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Bum, 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 talk amongst yourselves. There we go. One from Robin. Biggest breakthrough, simply the realisation this was a realistic goal that anyone can write and be published. And that's been one of the big inspirations behind doing the podcast was that it wasn't just about signing up an agent and a publisher. Anyone can do this now. And that is mm. um, that is that is just been inspiring stuff. Mark Hood has said, I have to say, write every day has been the advice I followed the most. And uh, we absolutely know that's a big, big, been a huge breakthrough for many people, Mark included. Um, I think that uh, biggest breakthrough, um, well, 
uh, Andrew, Andrew Chapman said um, on the other question, uh, how can that Benaronovich episode be nearly five years ago? Where has the time gone? Because it was very early on, wasn't it? Um, it's kind of crazy to think actually that that was five years ago. Um, Denise says her biggest tip, writing your first draft is not the end. It's the beginning of the process. And I found that really comforting, which is great to know because a lot of people find that advice terrifying. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? It's just the beginning. But actually it's, you're right, Denise, getting to that point where you realize it's, you know, it's a continuation of the journey just gets a little bit of relief that you don't have to write it perfectly, you know, in your first attempt. So that's great. Um, Gavin says a breakthrough breakthrough moment was uh, the push to think of ourselves as authors and to actually tell other people about our writing. And this mm. is the thing. I mean, that that was, you know, the Joanne Harris episode. She said, drop the word aspiring. If you're writing, you're a writer. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, that's great. Jackie, um, Jackie mentioned that uh, as specifically her point, agreed, ditch the aspiring. She also said Joe Hill's comment on saying, you know what I mean in that dirty voice? I nearly fell off my cross trainer. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, verbal said um, we convinced convinced me to finally do NaNoWriMo and that was when I wrote uh, my most popular book which is great uh, Aaron says Mike Shackle's interview was a big inspiration so thank you Aaron and also thank you Mike as well who we know is uh, you know, a very uh, big listener of the show Laura Shepard for me Mark, uh, the breakthrough is Mark Edwards yeah, write the book you want to write and be super, in capitals, resilient. Best moment, Benaronovich. I don't do editing. That would be presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> and Christopher, People thank you, Christopher. Get ben... Sorry, go on. Sorry, go on. You go. You go. I was going to say, Christopher has actually uh, calculated number of miles. 4,000. Ready for this, Mark? Number of miles between Vancouver Island and Kent in the UK. 4,771 miles. Unbelievable. Thank you for that, Chris. You should pop over more often. Uh, we've got people asking if Ben Aronovich is ever going to come back on the show. Um, I am doing an event with him at the end of the month in Canterbury, at Waterstones in Canterbury. Now, it's not a podcast episode. It's uh, a part of Ben's tour. But uh, I'm going to see about seeing if we can record it and we might, you know, put out a special episode. Not sure yet, um, but we shall see. So stay tuned for that. So uh, that'll be lots and lots of fun. So uh, shall we go on with the questions uh, from yeah, listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Came beforehand, Mr. Yeah, Ian absolutely. Sainsbury. So another question yeah, in Sainsbury. Shall I ask this one to you? Your favourite single piece of advice so far from Mr. Sainsbury, uh, would that be? Ian, Ian adds, he says, also, sorry I'll be missing this, but I'm taking Child 2 out for birthday dinner. Well, happy birthday to Child 2. Strange name, but who am I to judge? <laughs> I think my I think my favourite bit of advice, and funny enough, someone was asking me for writing advice on Twitter today, and I, I, I use this, and it's one I think that can be applied to every stage of the process, and it's just great advice for life generally. And it's from Dion Mayer, who said, how do you eat an elephant? one bite at a time. Uh, and I did look it up earlier. Apparently, it was originally attributed to Francis of Assisi. But I just think that thing of, because it can be such a daunting prospect, writing a novel, writing a screenplay, whatever, you know, uh, but if you just take it one bite at a time and focus on what's right in front of you, then you're going to get it done. So that, for me, is probably the one I use the most that keeps me going every day as well. Mm. 
No, it's brilliant. For me, it must, it's, it's really across a number of different guests who've all kind of echoed this sentiment. And I think it was Shannon Mayer I first asked this question to, but it was this idea about the importance of believing and visualizing that you can actually write the book, finish the book, and that you can also allow yourself to, to dream that that book might become a success. Um, and it's this idea that, you know, if you, everything is first imagined, if you want to create something in this world, you've got to first imagine it. Um, a bit like Mr. Stay, the t-shirts that we have on, um, did you, do you want to do a, a quick reveal? Oh, this is something that we've never, we've never shown on the podcast. Look at this, the original Factory Reality. This is a limited edition of two sent by my lovely sister. She, look at this on the back, for, back to reality on the front and, and Mark's one, as you can see, he's got Mark one. <laughs> And and my one here, uh, it's like child one and child two. This is I'm, I've got Mark one on the <laughs> thing back. Thing one and thing two. Isn't that brilliant? So thank you to Claire, my <laughs> sister, for sending that to us. She sent us that on the launch of the book. And these are the very limited edition. Did you know why, folks? Because on the front of this, it's the original Back to Reality cover that we actually yeah. then, as part of the experiment, we decided to change. As you can now see, if you're watching the video, you'll see kind of change some of the up. blue. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that, that, was, that was great. That was really awesome. So thank you for that. Happy birthday to the Bestseller Experiment podcast. Five years and to think I knew you when you were just babies. Well done for being such a great, informative writing podcast. Here's to the next five years. Another question for you, Mark, from Jeff White. Could you ever imagine the reach and impact the podcast would have? Well, I think I think when the whole Brian Cranston thing went mental, I got an inkling that it wasn't just, you know, the editors and publicists at Orion making sure I wasn't slandering anyone. Uh, so that that was that was interesting. And I think going on the Joanna Penn podcast really helped. I can't tell you how many people tell us they came to us via Joanna. Uh and now we've got tools that allow us to know where people, you know, listen to us. And I mean, this week we've had one download from a listener in Iran and hello to you. And I hope you're wow. safe and well. So, um, I, I, I mean, I thought, you know, I thought mates would listen to it. I thought, uh, maybe people at sort of the super relaxed fantasy club might listen to it. Um, yeah, but where it's gone now to, you know, all over the world and people from every corner, uh, you know, dropping us lines and getting in touch. It's it's mind blowing. It is absolutely yeah, mind blowing. It is mind blowing. And, and we're, we are we're moving close to over one million listens now, um, which which, again, was not something that we we thought would ever happen. But um, we're very appreciative for everyone who's listened. And I'm sure some of those listens, um, you know, they're, they're the people that are starting the journey we, every week we typically hear people who are starting on episode one and then they're they're trying to race through the podcast which is that is is absolute phenomenal so we never what i would never have imagined is binge listening for me this is seems to be yeah the craziest thing <laughs> i can imagine binge listening or binge watching a netflix series with like you know six episodes like i i've been what binge watched uh, the most recent, I don't know, I'm way behind, but I just watched the last uh, season of Homeland, which was amazing, by the way. Um, but binge, yeah, binge watch, binge listen, but binge listening 346 shows. That should come with a mental health warning. Um, and some of them are quite long. I think the longest, <laughs> I think so. I, I think the longest episode that we ever did, Mark, was one and a half hours, wasn't it? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that's probably shortest too episode long. was probably <laughs> yeah probably um, shortest episode probably wasn't less than I mean when we did those twenty minute we shows did those daily ones yeah, yeah yeah but but even yeah. a, the shortest normal episode has probably been not even minimum 30 40 minutes so um absolute lot mark's putting some great comments up on the the screen yeah, people, here. Are, people are putting up merchandise ideas so um and most of these people are robin so uh we should really start people keep asking for merch i'm just not convinced anyone's going to buy it but um i guess <laughs> I guess we're going to sell at least five or six shirts and a few mugs. So well, that, I don't know. That maybe gives we us will. a segue. That gives us a segue. Um, <laughs> number of failed drum rolls in in the podcast. Uh, infinite. <laughs> <laughs> we just do that because we love it. Um, but we do need a drum roll now. Um, we're not going to we're not going to put one on. But we do need drum roll because I think now's a good time to announce um, something fun that we've got lined up for for mm. season six. Um, we were thinking like, what could we do that's, what what could we do that we've not yet done? Something um, as an experiment, which will be a benefit for everyone else out there. And a couple of, I think it was about two months ago, Mark, you mentioned that Amazon are now doing oh, print on demand hardback books. Yeah. Yeah. Hardcover books. And I, I did ask around and asked authors and said, so how's it, how's it going? You know, hardcover books are they? And the feedback I've generally got is they look amazing. They're really good quality, um, but they're um, they don't sell very many copies. So we're a little bit wary about. So we're going to prove that wrong. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna because, launch another little experiment. So because yeah. who doesn't love a hardback? I mean, if I get if I ever have the option to sit with a hardback book and read it, for me that there's something magical about a hardback. Uh, and it lasts a lot longer, but it's also beautiful on your shelf. So Mark and I have decided. Drum roll! That we are going to be launching as an experiment for everyone out there. Uh, so we're doing this. We're doing this like to be able to report back to you whether it works or not. Um, we're going to be we're going to be launching a pledge for the hardback of Back to Reality. Now you might be thinking, but I've already got Back to Reality. I've already bought the paperback, or I've already already heard the audiobook. Um, but this is going to be a very very special edition of the book what we're going to be doing in the book is every single person that pledges to buy it so you don't have to pay, you don't have to buy it now you just have to go to a form on our website and, and put your name in that you're going to pledge to buy it but everyone who pledges to buy it um we're going to put your name in the back of the book okay so firstly you're going to have your name in lights in the back to reality hardcover and then secondly um many people don't know this but we we actually wrote an original first chapter which got dropped from the the actual published book and we've had a lot of people asking us like can we see the original like we want to know what it was like there's 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 some there's some great stuff in there mark and i were really we we, we had a lot of challenges letting go of that didn't we because it was a a bit of a build-up yeah. into the yeah. story um a bit of backstory and the like but we had to we decided to get rid of it but for the benefit of everyone out there people said well we want to see it's part of writing let's see the chapter that got cut so we're going to put that in the book Probably at the back, Mark, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll put it at the back. And what I want to do, and this is something that's come out of the Academy because people in the Academy really wanted to see this. So what we're also going to do, if I can figure out how to do it, is add little annotations about what changed, what what conversations we had, what our editor told us to cut, the conversations that me and Mr. D had, um, as a kind of little kind of sneak behind the scenes, a little director's cut kind of thing of, of, uh, of how that first uh, chapter came about. Hello, Mark, and hello, Mark, and happy birthday from Ian Sainsbury here in the wilds of East Anglia, 
I'm sitting in front of a glowing computer screen. I put a mic in one hand, a coffee in the other, a farting dog at my feet. And when I look back over my shoulder at the window, the rain is beating down. So uh, I feel like a proper writer. I've even got my fingerless gloves on. So it's positively Dickensian. I discovered you about a year into your podcast when Joanna Penn interviewed you. And then I went back and listened to the bestseller experiment from the beginning. And it quickly became my favorite writing podcast. I think I like the broad remit you've got. You're not focusing in on any one aspect. You know, you're not indie, purely indie. You're not purely traditional. You've, you try different things. You talk to a great variety of authors and editors and people in the industry. And uh, it's always entertaining. And you guys got great chemistry. And I hope I speak for the community that sort of builds up around the podcast when I say we love what you do we hope you'll do it for another couple of decades so all the best happy birthday and and thanks for having me on the show that time that was lovely too what a treat hope to see you again soon bye for now so if you are interested in um helping us get to 100 we're going to once it get once we get to 100 we're going to then actually make it happen so you, the idea is you pledge now pay later we're going to also try um doing it an all a mass order on um on amazon you know on maybe launch day um but if you want to do it please pop along to bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash back to reality and you'll see a button there that will say hardback pledge and you click on that fill out the form and you're golden. Um, you'll also find on that page as well, if you haven't got the book or you can't wait for the hardback, um, you'll also find links to the audiobook, the paperback and Kindle, which are available now at all good bookstores online. Also, if you're one of the first 100 to pledge, we're going to put your name in the back. And so there'll be a nice little list, a roster of, um, you know, heroes of the bestseller experiment who help make this a reality. So uh, we're going to do that as well. So yeah, excellent so get in there stuff. Quick. And thank you already to Steve uh, Gowland, who's pledged Jackie's in. Hey. Um, Wendy <laughs> said she's placed her remarks. Suddenly, this has become a reality. Uh -oh. it's, uh, <laughs> now we have to follow through. Thank you so much, folks, to everyone, um, for everyone who's, uh, who's pledging. And yeah, get over to that form, bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash back to reality. And we will report on how this goes. Um, you know, every now and again, we'll drop it in and we'll tell you how it's working. Because, you know, if you have got a, if you've got a book out there and you've never released the hardback, um, it's definitely something that you want to look at. But again, how do you make it a bit different? Um, you know, and we're doing it in reverse. Most, most publishers put their hardback out first and then, and then the paperback, but we're doing it in reverse. So again, different ways to do it. Jan's pledging, Gavin's pledging, Mark's pledging. Okay. Okay. This is getting bonkers. Thank you so much, everyone. All right. Let's get back to, let's get back to some questions, Mark. Um, we've got another great question from Steve and Neil. Um, question for both of us. How has your attitude, this is a great question. How has your attitude and approach to writing changed over these five years? Well, I mean, if you've been paying attention completely, <laughs> I mean, my, uh, uh, I've completely changed my writing style, not just from big plotter to pantser, but I am, I'm less methodical and more emotional. I'm a lot less concerned with structure and form. I've, I've, I'm really focused on moving readers. That's my big goal now. I think the whole obsession with structure is something that all writers go through because it can be taught. You can sit someone down and talk about the hero's journey and all that kind of thing. But writing something that's honest and exposing and raw, I think that's something that each writer has to discover for themselves. And when it works, it's amazing. Uh, and 
that thing you thought that was really strange and specific and no one else would understand, and then someone latches onto it, that's the best thing ever. And it's mm. it's just um it's it, it requires you to be a bit brave and put stuff out there that you think might make you look a bit of a loon. Um but uh or can be exposing. I mean there's stuff in um the Woodville books, the stuff in the next film, the next film, I know it's a film about goblins, but it's really personal. The, the couple in that is very much like myself and Claire and, uh, you know, the, the fears that we have. So that kind of stuff really, really makes a, a, a big difference, I think. And that's been my big change. Hmm. What about you, Mr. D? Well, it's actually, it's really similar, Mark. I think for me, I, it's really this podcast and, and, you know, doing the interviews and doing our post chats about them and really going deep and analyzing all the things about story. It's really enhanced my understanding and the value of story, not just in a, in a book format, but generally in the world in terms of the fact that we pass on stories as a way of passing knowledge and growing as a human race, like how we understand things better. It's always story. And as a writer, we're right at the forefront. Everyone here writing is at the forefront of pushing that forward. And so from a kind of a big life perspective, I think it's it's an, it's an incredible thing to be a part of. Because I think a lot of people kind of think, oh, you're writing a silly old story. You know, it's like, but it's what's in between the words. It's the it's it's the themes that are hidden, if you like, or that come through the stories, and and it's how every single writer puts themselves. They literally put their heart outside of their sleeve. It's like it's such a massive thing for people to do, and I think you know you have to be courageous to be a writer. You have to be brave. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be a little bit bonkers, I think, as well. <laughs> it's a massive undertaking, yeah. but yeah. but it's that it's that fact that you're part of something not just the story that you're telling, but you're part of something bigger. And so it's that appreciation of what story actually represents in our world today. Um, and I honestly, I never quite saw that or understood that before we went deep, before we wrote the book, um, before we started learning about the inner kind of reasons why writers show up every single day. And so that for me is is really the, the beauty of it. And I'll also say as well, though, the that emotional connection that, Really, there are so many constructs around writing a book, but ultimately it's what's the heart of the book. You know, does it shift an emotion within the reader? And a lot of people say, well, I'm not a good writer. That doesn't really matter at the end of the day. If you can write emotionally and you can shift an emotion within a reader, you've got them. You've absolutely got them because that is the human experience. That's what it is to be alive. And and when I read a book that shifts me emotionally, uh, you know, it, I, I just... It's one of the most, one of the best experiences ever. Absolutely. And what's something that's been coming up a lot on recent episodes of the podcast, and we had this with Elise Valmorbida a couple of weeks ago, where she was saying, your writing matters. And it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be heavy literature, although that has its value. It doesn't have to be dramatic. It can be comedic. It can be a light fairy story. It can be, you can entertain people. It can be instructional. It doesn't matter. You know, as long as your, your words can help move people or give people a greater understanding of the world around them or something as simple as a guide to how to do X, Y, or Z, all of that stuff is, um, is, is amazing. Is amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely brilliant. Um, Thank you. We've got to, some just, more, just, more pledges <laughs> coming in. Yeah. Although Zach has Zach asked is, a question. He said, I've pledged, but I hope this doesn't cost as much as a Tesla. Zach, I can guarantee you <laughs> the book will not cost 
as much as a Tesla, guaranteed. Um, but, but just he, to guide Zach people. Zach has asked if we can sign them, um, <laughs> which we can't do because it's coming from Amazon. Although if you want to fly me out to where you are, that would still be less than a Tesla. So I'm it sure we be. can make some yeah, arrangements. Absolutely. Yeah. Or if you go to any of the... Uh, <laughs> Mark's becoming quite the celebrity now. If you haven't noticed, folks, he's, he's <laughs> in Waterstones in London with Joe Abercrombie, and now he's doing a Ben Aronovich. So you can also go to to one of Mark's uh, probably increasing number of events now that we're we're getting out of COVID, um, and bring the book with you. And I'm sure, Mark, you will you will sign it, won't you? Because you love a bit of that. Hello, this is Joe Abercrombie, wishing the two Marks a sort of happy birthday. A happy birthday for the bestseller experiment and wishing all of that podcast listeners happy reading happy writing and above all happy sales okay we have a question from julian barr um who says have the aims and methods of the experiment changed over the years what do you think about that mr d aims and methods of of the experiment well, obviously, the first the first year was was all about that ticking clock, you know, creating a deadline, which um, we mm. learned through that 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 is really the only way to be able to write and get a book finished is to create some form of deadline. And if you haven't got a major publisher who's saying to you, right, folks, if you don't bring me a book by this date, you know, it's, the deal's off. As an independent author, as a writing team, you have to create deadlines. Um, and I think in terms of the thing that we're finding most um, now is that there is, I guess the theme of it is there's always something new to learn. Every single episode, we learn something new. Um, and so, you know, the experiment is, is we're basically gathering every single time we find a new bit of information, we're usually applying it, um, you know, whether it's within our own writing or within the coaching that we're doing uh, or sharing it with you on the podcast um, and the like. I think um, it's about, the you know sending that information out and getting it out there and it's really become everyone's experiment in some ways i think um, and that's what we were hoping mm -hmm. that we'd inspire people to actually take this on and and most importantly see it as an experiment see writing as an experiment because i think there's too much emphasis put on perfection um and and this idea of having mm -hmm. to write something and, and for it to be you know successful or hit a certain level of sales by giving yourself permission to experiment with your writing, there is always something you learn from it, whether it's the, the biggest success or, or the hardest failure for you, because whatever follows that, you've learned something from it. How about you, Mr. Stay? Well, I think, I mean, the aim has always been to inspire writers, and that's always going to continue. That's like a never-ending mission. I think the bestseller element of it is interesting because that's sort of become less and less important. I think we've realized it's not just about the numbers and how many swimming pools you got, but more about are you happy as a writer? Can writing help your mindset? Can writing make you a better person? And can you make the world a better place with your voice and stories and getting people's voices out there as well, you know, who might not otherwise have been able to, especially, you know, if they tried to go through traditional publishing. And in terms of methods, I mean, I think the Academy is a formalization of everything we've learned. The, the podcast is very informal. We sit back, we listen, we have a laugh and we learn and have a chat. And, you know, we, um, we, we never, you know, I mean, today we've sat down and put out a sort of a plan for the live show because we know we've only got so long. But for each episode, we, we kind of wing it, don't we? We don't script it or anything like that. So, uh, you know, I think the Academy is where the work happens. I think 
where we take all we've learned and put it in some sort of order. But the podcast will always be relaxed and a laugh. And there we go. When Wendy's called it the ha- the happy seller experiment. I like that. Yeah. You, well, I think on your mark, <laughs> I think the idea of bestseller, I think, is still really, really relevant in the sense that, and this is where it shifted for me. Like, I think everyone has the dream of of, of becoming a bestselling author, and I think it's really important to hang on to that dream because unless you believe you can become that bestselling author, you're reducing a chance of making it happen. But What's shifted for me over the years yeah, now right. as I've matured and started to grow a beard, and even yesterday on my <laughs> insurance renewal policy, I actually got a discount. Are you ready for this, Mark? This is, oh, I'm so gutted. I got a discount in quotes, this was the box, for being a mature citizen. <laughs> <laughs> mature. If they heard some of the things you say off air, they wouldn't agree with that. Well, exactly. <laughs> what is a mature citizen? I can't. So I'm oh, just anyway. But as, as I've become um, older and hopefully a tiny little bit more wiser, for me, the word bestseller signifies that you have influenced and affected as many, many more lives as a result of your book being successful. Mm. So it's less about the number of sales you've got because of what that means to you in terms of your bank balance and the, you know, the house or the Tesla that you can buy. It's about the fact that if you've got a best-selling book, you have influenced and changed the lives of many, many, many more people. And I think that should always be an aspiration for everyone who writes, because why do we write otherwise? It's like, we don't keep these books for ourselves. So I, I'm going to hang on to that bestseller, but I want people to, I think it will help people to reframe it in that way. So it's not yeah. all about your personal, just your personal success. It's about what that book is as a legacy to the world. And that's the measurement. Like, has it, has it, has it sold? Has it sold a number of books? Um, so that's what, that's what that means to me. Um, Excellent. Mr. Stay, before we dive into our next listener questions, I think we'd like to announce our competition. Um, so as you mentioned at the top of the show, um, if you haven't heard the, <laughs> the Back to Reality audiobook, all 10 hours and six minutes of it, it's absolute blast. Please, please, please go check it out if you haven't done. Um, but we're going to be giving away three copies, three copies we're giving away of this book. Um, and if you would like to win a copy, it's very, very simple. You simply have to go to the newsletter tab on our website which is bestsellerexperiment.com and if you click on the newsletter or you can put slash newsletter and you'll get to the newsletter and there you'll see a picture of the audiobook um put your name and email in and you will be entered into the competition now if you're already on the newsletter if you're already on the newsletter um you will already be entered so you don't have to add in your nice. name again but three copies giving away and um, it's it's brilliant. It's so much fun, and it built, brings such a different perspective to the book. We loved, loved, loved auditioning um, different people, voice actors, to 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 kind of read the book for us. And um, the the end results are just fantastic. And actually, the audiobook mark is selling as well as the book, isn't it? This is the one thing that I find really I fascinating. Think it, I think, I think it it's does selling better, more. But yeah. I, yeah, I think it's done a lot more, actually, a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because, so you, you know, people have that free credit on Audible if they're on Audible, and it's just, you know, it's just, boom, there yeah. it is, downloaded. Yeah, so, actually, um, if, you want, yeah. if you want to get it for free and you've not signed up to Audible and you can't wait for the competition, then go get get over to Audible and um, and download that book for as your first one as well. That's another way of doing it. But um, so if you'd like to pop over to bestsellerexperiment.com, click on the newsletter tab and put in your name and email. And we'll send you, what we do with the newsletter is we send you now a weekly update every time we release a new show, all the things we've learned from it and a direct link to the show as well. So it's really useful because we know that there's 
I mean, there's, everyone's got so much going on in their life and I always appreciate getting a newsletter, which kind of reminds me. So that's what you'll be getting on the other side. Hi, Marks. Julian Barr here. Uh, congratulations on your five-year anniversary. The bestseller experiment, it's, it's been amazing to watch it grow to become more than just a podcast. Your love of storytelling has inspired such an amazing community of authors. And together, you've curated a brilliant learning resource for all of us. Thanks for your friendship. And here's to five more years. All right, Mr. Stay, another question for you from the wonderful Jan Carr. Congratulations, Jan, on your big Kickstarter recently. Um, This is interesting. Jan says, the interviews always sound so well-researched. How long does the preparation for each one take? Oh, thank you, Jen. Uh, thank you so much. Well, the, I mean, th- the big thing that's changed is we now get publicists coming to us. I mean, to start with, I was working at Orion and would either pounce on an author as they came out the lift or just beg a publicist for 10 minutes in between other interviews, which is how we got Brian Cranston. It's how we got Michael Conley in the back of a car, you know. So, mm. But um, we get emails uh, every week from publicists. And what I do is I always look for an angle. What can this author offer our listeners that's a bit different to whoever's been on before. And often it's a small thing, and that becomes the focus of the interview by taking that one little thing and focusing on it. So we start by plugging their book because that's why they've been sent out into the world. They've got a new book. They've got something to sell. That's always fun. But then I try and turn the conversation onto that one unique thing. Uh, As part of the preparation as well, I spend some time before the interview looking at their website, their blog, their Twitter, at other interviews that they've done. That's where you can discover some really interesting tidbits of, of their lives, things that they like to discuss, things to avoid, because sometimes people, you know, there's subjects mm-hmm. they want to avoid. Um, and, you know, I, I have I like to have sort of five or six bullet points to, to, to get going. But actually, the key thing with any interview, the biggest lesson I've learned is to listen, because they will mention something in passing that you were not expecting, that you hadn't planned for, and that can be a really wonderful surprise and take you off on a tangent that you that you hadn't expected. And that happens a lot. Yeah. And also not to mention as well, reading the books, which I think if you look at like Brian Cranston, I remember like it was like we had a quite short notice and we got his autobiography and it was just like, you know, plowing through three, mm-hmm. 400 pages. And then I remember making copious, like I made notes on every single chapter of that book. I mean, it adds an <laughs> incredible amount, but um, it is, it is an amazing, it is an amazing um, privilege to be talking with, with all these authors. And like mm-hmm. you say, you never quite know. I think when you struck, when you, so it's a tip for anyone who does in, you know, any kind of interviews out there, if you try and structure it too much, then you might miss some of the gold that can come yeah. out, which is often quite unexpected. And that's often where the best bits of the interviews have come out. But um, that's a great question, Jan. Thank you so much for that. And we have Kerry with us in the audience as well. And she sent us a question in advance. She says, has working uh, with each other changed you both? Mindset, process, has any of Mr. D's woo rubbed off on you, Mr. Stay? <laughs> <laughs> Stop rubbing your woo. Well, look, 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 look. Here's the thing. 
just as there's there's no such thing as alternative medicine, okay? There's medicine that works and there's medicine that doesn't. And the same goes for woo-woo. There are some fantastic ideas for living your life and there's complete twaddle. And I think Mr. D has learned when to avoid the twaddle. That's how I see it. Some, you know, the, it's just, that, that's just how I see it. Also, Kerry, how come nobody asks if any of my cynicism has rubbed off on Mr. D? <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Why does no one ever ask that? That's really hey? good, actually. That's a good question. Um, yeah, well, I guess, I guess you know, over time, we do this another five years. Who knows, right? I mean, we're moving into that grumpy old man territory pretty rapidly, aren't we? But, uh, <laughs> right? But, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think I re what I really enjoyed, and it's a, it's, a great, it's a great question, Kerry, but what I really enjoyed was seeing a shift in you, Mark, over the first year or two where yeah. it, at the beginning it was like oh my gosh this is ridiculous it's never going to happen um we were having a bit of fun with that obviously but i think there was yeah, some yeah, genuine yeah. <laughs> there was some genuine like okay this is a bit bonkers um but i think it's been really fun it's been fun actually seeing the emails that we've got from people and hearing the stories that we've got from people who've maybe you know listened to the show and been affected by uh, this incredible positive outlook we have on the world. I think, I think it's a really important way for me. Anyway, it's really important for me to um, to kind of live life like that. Generally, I tend, I, I hope, I hope for people who live around me and have to put up with me like every day that this is again not put on for the podcast. This is this is how I like to live and breathe oh, yeah. in the world. And, and he I, tones I think it down for the podcast. I do tone it down actually. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, God help us if I ever if I ever do a podcast on four thousand Saturdays or something, which is off the charts. But um, actually, on that note, I've never really pushed it much, and I think maybe I should after five years. If you you may not know this, but I, I do have a I do have a website, which is where it's not where the woo woo lives, but it's where I kind of talk a lot about the the bigger kind of you know life spiritual. Uh, dreams, visioning, all that stuff. It's called 4,000 Saturdays. So if you want to go and check that out, um, you can pop over and see the kind of stuff I get to when I'm not on the podcast. Uh, so it's 4000saturdays.com. So go check that out. Um, great question. Um, let's let's ask very quickly. We've got, we've got a couple of minutes left, Mark. Um, Alex uh, mentioned a question. Alex, wait, thank you so much for your question. Um, what are the most commonly repeated tips and suggestions we've heard across authors that we've interviewed? Mm. Do we have a top five? We do. Um, right every day. We heard that a lot, even though Sarah Pimber said it's bollocks, but she did ca caveat that by saying that at least think about your book every day. And I think that is, I mean, I don't write every day. It's like practicing scales as a musician. When you start out, you should really do it every day. When you kind of get to a certain skill level, you don't have to do it every day, but I'm thinking every day. Um, be yourself, find your voice. Okay, don't try and be someone else. Don't try and be, as I did, be a combination of Douglas Adams and David Mamet and John Sullivan. That's not me. Those are the things I like. Uh, three, find your tribe. Find other writers. And that's one of the wonderful things about the Academy and the Bestseller Group, uh, Bestseller Experiment Group on Facebook is we found a wonderful tribes of writers who have that positivity about them. Uh, four, persevere. Uh, you know, giving up is guaranteed failure. That's one bit of woo-woo you came up with early on, which absolutely works, 100% works. Um, this too shall pass. There, there's going to be good times and bad times, but you have to persevere. And I'm talking sometimes about decades because I've been doing this seriously since my daughter was born. She's nearly 22. So, the, you know, we, it can, can be a long time. And finally, semicolons are the work of Satan. So, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's brilliant. And I mean, that pretty much sums it up. Hi there, Mark and Mark. Happy anniversary to the Bestseller Experiment podcast from me, Kate Harrison, aka Kate Helm, aka Eva Carter. I make it a regular part of my Monday routine to download and find out what you guys are chatting about. And I know that you've helped so many writers along their journeys, whether they're just starting out or like me, are published in lots of different names. There's always something interesting on the podcast. And I wish you a very happy birthday, lots of celebrations and another five years of brilliant podcasting ahead. We started the first season thinking we could find the seven secrets to bestseller success, didn't we? That was that was my goal anyway. I was like, right, every time I heard something. But, you know, I think the whole point of this is that this is a lifelong learning. Um, we never stop learning as writers. It carries on and it never, never stops. Um, and the minute we think that we've got it is the minute to be a to be wary because that's when we mm. stop growing and learning. So, you know, that's yeah. why we're always open. But I think, you know, for me, the, the writing every day is it's, it's so huge because it's the currency for the author. Like without that consistency of writing, you don't get the book. You don't get to then explore all the crazy things that can happen when you put a book out there and get that kind of wonderful feedback from people. So um, for me, that is, that's foundational, foundational for everything. Uh, we now have a uh, argument going on on the chat with Laura Shepherd, who says, "No, no, no! Semicolons are the best." <laughs> well, I've I've had the pleasure of editing uh, Laura's work, and uh, I know all about her addiction to semicolons. <laughs> so we'll talk talk later, Laura. Excellent um, stuff. Excellent. <laughs> um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's pledged for the bookmark. I've literally just jumped onto the form to have a look at what's going on here. This is bonkers. Thank you to Steve, Wendy, Jackie, Bob, Gareth, Gavin, Mark, Jack, Andrew, Zach, Tom. Kylie, Kerry, Fadzi, Jan. <laughs> We've wow. We're racing towards that total. We're going to have to do this, so. aren't we? <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. If you haven't, if you haven't pledged yet, there's there's still time. Obviously, if you're listening to this on Monday when we put this podcast out, there's plenty of time to pledge. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you for everyone who's done it live on the show. We really, really appreciate it. Um, Mr. Stay, we are coming towards the end of our hour, and we have oh, to no. let these good people. Some people have to get to bed if you're in the UK. Some people, if you're in the West Coast of Canada, it's almost time for lunch. And for everyone on the East Coast of Canada and the East Coast of America, um, they've got those earbuds in when they should be working. So thank you for joining <laughs> us. And for everyone in Australia who's got up and in South Africa who should be like We're definitely, sorry. definitely kind of tucked up. Thank you so much. Um, to everyone. And we just really want to reiterate this again. We say this a lot, but we could not do this podcast without you. Um, every single comment, every single email, and most importantly, every single word that you've written, <laughs> every single word that you've written um, has been has been our writing fodder to keep this going for five years. So it's thank you to you for being a part of this podcast. Um, and what we would say is if you love this podcast, please do consider supporting us on Patreon. Um, it's bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash support. And what we'll also say is if you love this podcast and you have a writer friend, please let them know. Please forward them yes. my newsletter. Please drop them an email and say, you, you know, check out the show. This is how the podcast will continue to grow is through word of mouth. Just like we know with books, that's actually another 
big bit of advice we've got, isn't it? Word of mouth really helps to grow a book and it does for the podcast as well. So if there's anyone left in the world that you haven't mentioned this to, please let them know about the podcast. Mr. Stay, any any closing thoughts your end? Um, it's, I'm just blown away that we're still doing this, that people are getting so much out of it. And the fact that that massive pile of books behind me, uh, I wonder how many of those might not have happened, you know, if not for the podcast, it, it completely blows me away. And um, so thank you, everyone, for your writing, for contributing, uh, for being part of this incredible, incredible, oh, God, I'm going to use that word, journey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, At least we haven't talked about the weather today, Mark. No, that's true. That was that's the other true. one I was doing in Ooh, numbers. How many episodes we mentioned the weather? Oh, and how many, <laughs> how many episodes I mentioned I played at Glastonbury? obviously um there's many other yes. numbers so if you've it's missed any numbers like drop us drop us a drop us a, a message come to the website click on if you want to send us a happy birthday message or you you know come to the website click on contact us and send us an email um if you've got if you've got a book that's been inspired by the podcast please reach out and and ask us about this pile that we've got growing because we would like to see it grow um i'd like to see mark eventually have to get a library extension and i would love it i would love it love yeah. it if um <laughs> if you want to stay in touch with us and get more on this podcast each week pop along and get the newsletter and get entered into the competition to win the back to reality audio book thank you for all the incredible comments that are coming in all the thanks <laughs> we love you guys as well thank you so much everyone um and i think mark it's time isn't it to remind people where they can get hold of us on social media yeah, we're at Bestseller XP on uh, Twitter and Instagram. We go to Facebook. Uh, we're Bestseller Experiment. Uh, I should add that I've just been booted off the BXP group uh, by Facebook because they thought I'd made a, a rude comment. I'd actually uh, wrote. I meant to write how I wrote the road wrote the word ho. Uh, so they booted me out. I've had an apology from Facebook, but I still can't get in there for twenty three hours for some reason. But anyway, <laughs> apart from that, the Bestseller Experiment group on Facebook is brilliant. You, you get that if you're a, a top tier supporter on. Uh, Patreon. Uh, what else? I don't know. Just come and say hello. You can find us. Google us. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Bestseller experiment. It's there, folks. It's there. Brilliant stuff. Well, listen, thank you everyone for being live with us in the studio today for all your brilliant comments that have kept us giggling throughout. Thank you again if you're listening to this uh, you know, on Monday or sometime during the week or in four years from now if you found this podcast. Thank you so much. Yes. If you are listening to the recording, um, there's going to be extra bits because we've had some lovely authors send us little recordings wishing us happy birthday. So we're going to edit, well, JD's going to edit those into the show. Yeah. Um, and we'll put links to everything we've mentioned in the show notes. So that's if you've got your app. If you open up the podcast, you'll see links there. If you go to bestsellerexperiment.com and podcast episodes, each episode has show notes, has little links to all the things that we talk about. Um, if you've enjoyed, uh, shameless plug, if you've enjoyed this live shenanigans, I'll be doing more of this when I launched my book bathed in the wood on the 28th of October so do come along to that where uh, watch out for my social media because I'm giving away chocolate again for my book bathed in oh the wood gosh. so more yeah. chocolate brilliant Whoa. stuff yeah excellent stuff so, well listen folks <laughs> <laughs> please please uh, you know tell your friends and thank you so much again for all of your love support and your inspiration because you guys inspire us as well alright folks so until next week it's a goodbye from Mark 1 and a goodbye from Mark too. Goodbye. goodbye. Take care, everyone.